Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Good morning, good morning Progressive, good morning everyone out there in property land. This podcast episode is about the procrastination monster. What stops us succeeding is not always our knowledge, it's not always our strategy, it's not our geography, it's just that we don't do it enough. We don't, we just don't do it. Whatever it is that we're going to do, we don't do it enough. And I want to share this with you because yesterday, uh, you know, I'm honoured to be able to work with a group of deal packages in our mastermind group. And uh, there's some really, really busy people in that group. And there are some people who are not so busy. I think that's fair. So um, I want to talk to you about why you could be busier and whether procrastination is what's holding you back because there was a common thread yesterday between all the people in the deal packaging rooms even the busy ones you know I was busy when I was out there doing it every day I was really really busy but the procrastination monster can still hold you back so what is stopping them what are the substantive points that might be slowing you down I'm going to share I've got about a dozen of them I'm going to share with you now so I'm going to talk deal packaging, but this also applies to whatever your strategy is out there. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're viewing this live, whatever your strategy is, could be buy-to-lets, could be HMOs, could be commercial conversion, could be service accommodation. The procrastination monster, he doesn't care. He cuts across all the strategies and he stops you working. So there's common issues here uh, that are common to everybody, and I'm going to help you with it. So number one, David I'm just finding it difficult, really, really. So I always listen with great sympathy. People who are starting out find it difficult. But difficult team, difficult team is a relative word. You know, there are things in life that are really, really difficult. There are people in this community who have done things in life that are really, really, really difficult. They are really hard stuff that you wouldn't want to get involved in. Uh, we are all touched by difficult things in our lives. However, Going to see an estate agent, really? Is that really difficult? Going to a networking meeting and swapping cards and trying to find an investor, is that really difficult? I know if you're doing it for the first time, it can be a bit daunting. You know, it can hold you back. You can sort of hold yourself in. You can put it off. The procrastination monster, he will find you an excuse not to do stuff. But here's the thing. it's not re What we do is not really difficult. I mean, to be able to do what we do for a living and earn money at it you know what a gift what a treasure that is uh we don't have to go down a mine we don't have to do brain surgery on people and have that responsibility now that's difficult brain surgery you know there are so many things people in the world today have to walk for 10 kilometers to get clean drinking water that's difficult right we don't have to do any of that stuff all we have to do is go and see estate agents why don't you just start there so if you're doing it first time and you're not sure how to do it, then I'm going to try and help you. What you need is some scripts. What do I mean by scripts? The actual words, what to say. Doesn't matter what your strategy is. But if you are a deal packager or you're looking for your own buy-to-let portfolio, what do you say? Here's the spirit of what you say. Just be honest. Go and talk to them. Go and tell them who you are, what you do, and what you are looking for. Tell them, estate agents want to know that stuff because they just want to sell houses. So if you're going into an estate agent, I'm making that assumption, day one, it might be a good 
place to start learning your scripts and start practicing them, right? So you get a good flow when you're talking to people and you don't feel sort of jittery. For the first time, go in, make sure you know what you're going to say before you say it. I think it's really, really important that you practice. I practice in the mirror. I do. Sometimes after a bath, I will stand there saying, you know, I or one of my friends are going to buy the houses. I actually do that. People don't believe me, but I practice, practice all the time. The scripts are really important because we all, we all are ruled by fear. There's fear of uncertainty. There's fear of how the estate agent might respond to us. Is he going to look at us and say, as if he or she has heard it a hundred times before? Yeah, that's possible. They might do that, right? So you've got to get through that. You've got to get to the person who uh, is interested in what you're going to say because of the way you say it, because of who you are. Um, it's the human condition, no like trust. You've got to get through that so that you find an estate agent who will want to work with you. And here's the magic of it, team. This is magic. And I heard this yesterday. I did. Somebody who'd gone in, talked to estate agents for the very first time, gone to four or five in Estate Agent Street in their town, won't say who it was, and they'd found various opportunities and they got a deal over the line. Hurrah! They got a deal over the line. Now the estate agent rings them. One deal. He got into the black book of the estate agent. One deal. So how cool is that? This stuff is not difficult. You've got to go in and talk to the estate agents. Do not fear rejection. You know, you've got to get through the rejection thing. And it's not a personal rejection to you. You don't know what uh, is going on in the other person's life, in the estate agent's life. You know, maybe they've got a hassle sort of day. Maybe they've got problems at home. Maybe they've got problems with other clients, vendors, the bane of estate agents' lives, right? So, you know, don't take it personally on you. You've just got to move on. I'll come in and see you next week when you're a bit more, uh, you're a bit calmer, right? And, and, and we've got time to talk a bit more. So do not fear rejection, right? Do not fear the uncertainty. It's too easy to swerve past them and go into Starbucks or Cafe Nero, whoever, and get yourself one of those soya-based mochaccinos or whatever. No, don't swerve past them. Go in and see them. Or even better, yeah, go into uh, Starbucks, buy two, and take one in for your estate agent friend. That works too. That works. They might want a coffee. You've got to know your area. Where are you asking to see deals, to see houses that you can either package, or if you're a buy-to-letter, you can put an ad to your portfolio. What is your area? What are you looking for? So you can't just go in and say, I'd like to buy a house. Yeah, that's cool, right? So you need to know a little bit more. So drill down on your criteria. If you've done masterclass at Progressive Property, then you will know how to work out what your criteria are. If you've done any of the trainings, service accommodation, HMO, deal packaging, no money down stuff, whoever you've been training with, commercial conversion, nearly forgot that one, whoever you've been training with, you will know your criteria and what you're looking for. Go in and find your area so that you can help the estate agent to help you, okay? I'm looking for this, that value, that layout, that footprint in that area, right? That suddenly sounds like you know what you're doing, right? Because you know what you're doing. That's what it's all about. So it's really, really important. Some people I've found are actually fearful of success. They're fearful that they might then strike up a relationship 
and start getting leads in for, for properties, right? David, what will happen if I find a deal? I don't I have no idea what that means, right? So I think, uh, I think what that means is they find a deal, but they don't know what to do with it because they haven't got investors in place yet. So if you're packaging, and I'm now this is specific to packages, if you're packaging, then what you need to do is have the two things going at the same time. You need to have investors that want to buy, and you have to have deals for them to buy. But I'm going to tell you a trade secret team. This is how it rolls. And I've been doing this a long time, right? You are never in equilibrium. You're not. A fact of life in a deal package's life is either... You've got loads of deals and you haven't got any investors to buy them or you've got investors waiting and you cannot find a deal. You cannot. And uh, I'll share with you now that that's the situation I am in today uh, because of the state of market. Where I am packaging, I'm now packaging in and around Peterborough. You're going to hear a bit more about that as we go forward. I was packaging in Manchester. I've now moved to Peterborough and I'm working in and around Peterborough. My situation is that I have cash-based investors ready to buy. I like to work with cash-based investors. It's my choice. You don't have to do that. There's nothing wrong working with an investor who has got uh, wants to work with a mortgage. That's cool. Totally cool. right? But I work with cash-based investors in and around Peterborough, and the state of the market is such that it's tough to find a deal, whatever a deal is. You've got to have a deal, right? which means a discount to the market with great cash flow right? or the potential to improve. You know, in a, in a rising market or a, a market that's strong, let's put it like that, what you need is the opportunity to add value. And the way you can add value to a single let buy to let is maybe layering on the training that you've had uh, so that you could multi-let, that works. Maybe you could apply service accommodation numbers to it. That works too, right? More technical, but you could do that. So all to serve your investor. It's really, really important. So don't be frightened of success. Don't be frightened of going, ah, David, I've got a deal. What am I going to do with it? Okay, we'll help you with that. And you've got to know it's part of the process. It's part of what everybody goes through. So it's really, really important that you know how to go through it too. Another interesting uh, dynamic that I saw yesterday was a partnership. There are partnerships, and uh, this particular partnership, relatively new, and it was really, really interesting because they are geographically placed separately. Here's the plan. One of the partners in the north of England, cash-flowing deals, sourcing cash-flowing deals for their investors. The other investor is based in London. And uh, I think this is so exciting. Their business plan is so exciting because what they can do is the London-based partner can go out networking, chasing, start posting. Uh, I did a whole podcast episode, number 16, I think, for new people who want to promote their uh, deal packaging business on uh, Facebook. Just new basic stuff you can do, but you'll get your message out there just the same. Go and have a look, number 16, how to promote your business on Facebook. So these two people, I won't even say if they're men or women, don't want to identify. One in London, one in the north. The one in the north had no idea where in her town, oops, in her town, right, the best cash flowing deals could be found. We helped, we guided, we steered her to the very streets, the very streets. And here's the value of mentorship. 
because we were able to do that because of our experience. And then the person in London, what she could say, oops, done it again, what she could say uh, when she gets out and starts meeting her investors, because they have got fantastic synergy, but they didn't believe in it. And when you're starting out, I suppose it's tough to believe in it. I get that, right? But I'm telling you, if you're listening, girls, you have a fantastic business. I'm so excited to you. But here for you. But here's the thing. They were getting ready to give up, right? Oh, we'll just put a few buy-to-lets together. We can't be bothered with all this investor stuff. No, don't give up because you will put a few buy-to-lets together and then you'll run out of cash because we all do, right? The buy-refurbish refinance model works great, but it doesn't always work 100%. You always leave a little bit of money in. That's my personal experience. That's what happened. You need the other cash flowing strategies as well. So the value of mentorship is we can get them going. Here's another thing, whatever this is, six, seven, eight, that I found yesterday, process people. Now, I've gone through my life not being a process, not being a systems person. I kind of paint with a broad brush and I need several people behind me clearing up after me the mess that I leave behind. I'm, uh, I've been described as salesy. I don't know. I think I've got a bit more substance than that. However, I am not a process person. I'm not a spreadsheet kind of guy. That sort of stuff induces a bit of a snooze on me. But I love working with process people. I was working with process people yesterday, and they have the opposite problem. They have a reticence, a hesitation to going out and doing the more salesy stuff, just putting themselves out there, meeting investors, meeting potential investors going to see estate agents. So they they dive back into the process stuff because they're comfortable there and they're safe there. And they, they put together systems and spreadsheets and processes and start to finish, you know, action steps. And that's cool. We need that stuff you do. But honestly, if you haven't got a customer, you know, that's not going to work. It's not, right? So process people think about what you're doing. If it's not helping, but you've got three drawfuls in your filing cabinet of process and systems and everything you need, all the bits of paper that you need, right? Bits of paper won't get the deals over the line. They won't. Go and get the deals over the line. You've got this fantastic community that we all live in. The bits of paper are there. You just shout for the bit of paper. Help, I need a joint venture template. I need a investor template right? Somebody will help. I'll help. If I've got them, I'll help. My business is a little bit different, maybe. But that, but that's cool. Whoever's got them, we can help. New people. Objection number six, seven, eight for the placating the procrastination monster. Uh, they're getting their ducks in a row. Ducks. Okay. I'm going to leave ducks to one side. Don't kind of understand ducks. But it's too easy, team. It's too easy when you're starting out to uh, now I really, really have to get my business cards. And you can sp- you can do tutorials on business cards. You can, right? You can put hours of work into a business card. You want to talk about my business cards? I'll tell you what my business card... For some years, I didn't use a business card at all. I just, I just swapped mobile numbers with people that I thought would be interesting to talk to. Uh, my business card now is a plain white card with very subtle, soft writing on it. It's just my name email address, phone number. That's it. That's all I put. No pictures. If you had a face like this, would you have this fixed face on your business card? No, I don't think you would. Okay, so no pictures, just a business card with your name 
phone number and uh, email address. That's all you need. Don't get your ducks in a row. You can pick that stuff up as you go along because all you're doing is feeding the procrastination monster. Do not feed the procrastination monster. Get yourself out there. And then you've got to think about how easily you can miss things that are right in front of your face. So this is also something I found yesterday. Uh, number eight, nine, ten, whatever the number is. Feeding the procrastination monster. You can miss things right in front of your face. We, we had a friend in the community who planned to drive an hour and a half from uh, where they lived. Hour and a half. And that was going to be their gold mine area. But they had a better gold mine area 20 minutes from where they lived. And um, we actually had a business plan for that gold mine area, who the customers were, who the tenants were going to be, where they could find the tenants, where they could find the houses, at what point the houses cash flowed sufficiently, what strategies needed to be laid on top of a buy-to-let single home to get a great return for an investor. And this was all 20 minutes away. So uh, you don't have to drive to Belgium. You don't to get a great property business. You might be able to do it on your doorstep. Don't let yourself get distracted and spend three, four hours of a working day sitting in the car driving because that's not going to help you, right? You need to work locally to where you are or if that's not possible, then maybe locally somewhere else so that you can go on patch, right? Spend a week there, and it's all on your doorstep. You don't have to travel once you're on patch. I hope this is making sense. But the procrastination monster will make you drive into the night. He will. And uh, we've got to keep away from the procrastination monster. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that you have to do that overrides everything else I've said. And it is. You've got to get out and actually do it. You have. You've got to do it. You can be trained within an inch of your life. You can have all your ducks in the row. You can have a great business partner that you enjoy soy-based cappuccinos with. You can have cabinets full of documents. You can drive yourself mad about rateable values and all the other stuff that goes with property. But if you don't get out and do it, it's not going to happen. That's what you have to do. When I started, I was full-time. I was not in employment. So when I started out, I threw myself into it. I would spend a whole week doing viewings with estate agents. Estate agents were my number one tool. They could still be your number one tool. You just have to learn how to work with them. David, if I find a house that um, I can source with an estate agent, how do I secure it? How do I make sure that he or she doesn't sell it to somebody else while I'm trying to get my investor uh, interested? Yeah, I can help you with all that stuff. That's the minutiae. That's the procrastination monster telling you you shouldn't do it. I'm telling you that you should do it. Get out there. I would spend a whole week. I would live in estate agent's offices during the day. I would go in more than once. No one ever threw me out, team. They didn't. Going in the morning, going in the lunchtime. Oh, I viewed a few houses. I went to your friend over the road, looked at a few of their houses. Their stock's not as good as yours. I really want to work with you. What else have you got? What have you got that we can make a deal with here? Shall I put the kettle on? Shall we have a cup of tea? Can I use your loo? All of that sort of stuff builds relationships. And if you're a fixture, if you're going to live there, if you bring in donuts, you know, I've got, I've got friends all over the country who've got great, great packaging businesses. Right, I was with yesterday. 
Uh, I was friends who are building great packaging businesses, right? But they are the minority. They are. They are the minority. And what you have to do, what you have to do is go out and do it because that's what they've done. They've gone out and done it. So in summary, here's what I'd like to share. I thank you all for staying with me. Those of you that I've seen you, right? I get it. Thank you so much for, for listening and being part of this. If you're going to start now, what you've got to do is actually take the action. Do not let the procrastination monster eat away at your confidence, eat away at your success, eat away at what you should be in your life. He'll never go away. He'll always try and get you. But we can beat him. We can beat him together. We're stronger together. Get yourself a coach. Get yourself a mentor. Get yourself the knowledge. And then get yourself active, team. It is the answer to all of this stuff thank you for listening and uh, i look forward to speaking to you all soon all the best good luck go out and do it now thank you for listening i am david siegler see you on the next episode